1: Attention Ditto Heads. Attention Bo Scouts. Goes by the pseudonym Bo Snurdly. It's time for the Soul of Excellence.
2: He is a radio host at 77 WABC here in New York. The
1: Rush Hour is on the air. Rush, rush. Now here's Bo Snurdly.
3: Welcome my friends to the Thursday. Bo Snurdly's Rush Hour here on WABC Talk Radio 77. If you would like to be on the program today all you have to do pick up your telephone dial 800 848 9222 800 848 w a b c the number to call of course today we are expecting to hear from former president of the United States some would say former and i would say former and should be president of the United States Donald Date Donald J Trump that should happen about midway through our program today. There is other news, and we're going to delve into it quickly so that we can cover today as much as we can. The Supreme Court of the United States issued a surprise ruling concerning an Alabama voting case. Five to four decision. Justices Kavanaugh and Chief Justice John Roberts sided with Tony Sotomayor. Elena Kagan and Ketanji Brown Jackson to rule that the voting rights of Black folks in Alabama was perhaps under an
2: unconstitutional threat. Justice Clarence Thomas filed what is being called a slashing dissent. Now it appears. That the voting lines
3: in that state, at least in one section of the state, will have to be
2: redrawn. Ex Marine Daniel Perry has done an interview.
3: Second time that he's talked publicly about events that transpired on the New York subway
2: system, accused of manslaughter. He said that. Mr. Neely, whom was put in a chokehold, was threatening the lives of other commuters that day. Says one of the overall messages
3: that he talks, that he has been given, is that somebody has to step up.
2: Somebody has to step up when people are in danger. He talked about the patriotism of many of
3: his neighbors and first responders on 9-11.
2: He said aboard the F train on his way to go to the gym, he saw older women and children terrified as Neely was threatening them. That's when he stepped in and put him in a chokehold. His lawyer said that Danny could have gone to a corner on the train and waited for Neely to come to him,
3: but that might have been too late for the little girl
2: that was sitting in the middle of the train that nearly was screaming at So he stepped in so far, there's been a, a, a one of these crowd sourcing funding for his defense that has raised over two point eight million dollars. And he also had a response for those people that have called him a racist. He pointed out that that is a hateful, a hurtful allegation that has obviously taken a toll on him. He pointed out that many aboard that train where he stepped in to try to help were minorities. The case down in Florida, this is a case where a white woman has now been jailed shooting her black neighbor.
3: The sheriff's office waited until they said they could definitely conclude that this was not a stand your ground case but in today's por- uh, today's newspaper reports, I'll tell you
2: what there are more questions being raised here, and some of these questions some of these questions. They say that the mother, 35-year-old, had been living in the
3: neighborhood for two years with children, and this woman was not being respected. The kids were apparently out of, well, she say. We don't know this. Out of control. You know, sometimes kids playing, you know how that is. I mean, I grew up in a place where sometimes we were playing as kids, and some of the older uh uh neighbors, you know, wanted to, you know, shut that noise up out there. Kids play. They're noisy. Okay? But she says that the kids, ranging from three months to 12 years old, had threatened to kill her in the past. Now, I don't know whether a three-month-old is going to threaten to kill anybody, but a
2: 12-year-old, uh,
3: I don't know. She had also,
2: this woman had also called the police before this happened to say that the kids were on threatening her, trespassing on her properties, et cetera, et cetera. And finally,
3: the mother banged so hard on the door, everything started shaking. She thought the door was come off. She
2: panicked. He said, oh, God, this woman, she's really going to kill me this time. And that's when she fired. We shall see what transpires if and when this goes to court. Johnson & Johnson's COVID vaccine, taken by 19 million Americans. Has now been pulled off the market by the FDA. Ew. Isn't that strange? The vaccine, you remember, among the vaccines that people in certain areas of
3: government mandated, then give you a choice mandated. You take this or you lose your job. You take this or you lose your livelihood. You take this or else. Well,
2: it's all quiet out there, and all of a sudden the vaccine is. Uh,
3: and listen, we got some problems with this thing. We're gonna, we're gonna pull it off the shelves. Got blood clot issues. There, blood clot. You know, it's rare, but you might get a blood clot. That'll, yeah. You know, we and, and let's exercise
2: prudence here, and let's just take this off the shelves. I am waiting for more and more of the lawsuits to wind their way into court across not only America, but around the world over these vaccine mandates. And this should certainly, certainly give credence to people who said we don't
3: want By the way, I am vaccinated. I am not, quote unquote, an anti vaxxer. That's the favorite slur when you say anything. Oh well, you're just an anti vaxxer. No, I'm vaccinated. Guess which one I took? (laughs) The J and J
2: the one that's just been pulled off the market. Yeah. I got COVID anyway. Yeah, that was an experience. A survey finds surprise, surprise, that half half of you, half of Americans, disapprove of
3: affirmative action. Now, that case is up. There's an affirmative action case before the Supreme Court, expected before the end of this session, which we're looking, by the way, at weeks away from the Supreme Court session being over.
2: This term, this session, there'll be, of course, the fall session. Survey finds, and this is Pew Research Center. Fifty percent
3: of adults in the United States say they disapprove of college and universities taking students' racial and ethnic backgrounds into consideration
2: when they make admissions. Decision. That won't help this guy. Affirmative action practice has allegedly signed lined a high
3: achieving Asian American. Again, John Wang, Florida, scored fifteen ninety out of sixteen hundred.
2: Almost perfect SAT scores. 10 points away from being perfect. He had a 4.65 high school GPA.
3: Rejected. University after university after university. Applied to MIT, Caltech,
2: Princeton, Mellon, UC Berkeley. All of them. Nah, never mind. You're not welcome here. And he says, there's only one reason for this. Affirmative action. This was
3: the case. This is a situation very similar to the case that was brought against Princeton. So we shall see. We shall see what that Supreme Court case says and whether incidents like this will soon become a thing of a pe- Imagine that. Imagine living in a country where the color of your skin or your ethnicity, none of that matters. What matters is what you do as a human being, what you accomplish, how hard you work, your individual achievement, your dreams, your aspirations, and how hard you actually work to make something of
2: your life. Imagine living in such a country where it doesn't matter if your skin is brown or white or pink or mocha or whatever, that you get judged by what you do. What a nightmare that is for liberals. To actually live in a country where the content of your character supersedes what special interest group you belong to
3: nightmarish James Golden aka Snow we're going to take a quick break ah Boscag's birthday
2: today you knew
3: who told you Diego you You figured it out I did oh I forgot
1: I'm in that group chat too
3: okay Bus takes us in on WABC, Talk Radio 77. Coming back. Baby's into around. Right after this. Putting your business in the street, talking loud, loud. Saying you bought us this and that. How much you done spent? I swear she must believe it's all hell to
1: sin. Hey, boy, you better bring really the check around. To the sad, sad truth, the dirty law down.
2: The Rush Hour
1: is on the air. Attention, Dittoheads! Heads. Attention, Bo Scouts. Rush. On the Red Apple Podcast Network.
3: Paul McCartney and Wings. 1974 today. Wings jumps up to number one on the charts with ban on the run. Tucker Carlson is in the news again. Fox wasted no time. The Fox News Network, well, the Fox Corporation, in jumping out and saying, uh-uh-uh-uh-uh, breach of contract. You can't go on Twitter and do a show. Now, this is going to be interesting to watch how this plays out. Tucker's lawyer.
2: Brian Feeman is accusing Fox News Network of trying to squelch Tucker Carlson's First Amendment rights.
3: He said, Mr. Friedman, that Fox defends its very existence on freedom of speech grounds, and yet here they are, here they are trying to tell Tucker he can't speak. He can't voice his opinion in the public square. Now, 10 minutes. This is where I think it's going to get interesting. Because Tucker did not do an hour long broadcast, which is what, you know, he's doing on Fox. 10 minutes. He did a 10 minute monologue. Is that a show or is that a video? Are they saying that Tucker has no right to talk longer than what? What constitutes a show? If he does one minute, a one minute, if he does a Facebook reel and he limits it to one minute, are they going to come after him? You did a show. Well, if not one minute, then what? Five minutes? Ten minutes? He did
2: ten minutes. And that ten minutes, that ten minutes, according to the latest numbers, 102 million views. 102 million views for his quote-unquote debut video on the social media platform Twitter. There's a book that is coming out about Tucker, and Tucker actually promoted it. We're going to have the author of that book on next week, and we'll have more on that later. So we'll see where this goes, whether
3: this one ends up in court, what's the show. Apparently Don Lemon has the last laugh. There's a story today about Don Lemon. And Don Lemon's been laughing his way through all of his business with with Chris see it uh, CNN, laughing at his mounting failures, his resignation, which, quote-unquote, speaks for itself. That's what Lemon's publicist told the New York Post, they said, no, he's not going back to CNN. No, no, no,
2: no, no way. You know what? There's one answer for that. Unbelievable piles of money might change his mind, if that's
3: what the network wants to do. But CNN may be just looking and saying, you know, Maybe Chris didn't work out, but at least he got rid of some problems for us. So who knows what's going on over there? John Kerry, you can find this story at The Daily BS today, thedailybs.com. John Kerry has compared climate change and the mission of climate change to what our American military heroes sacrifice for at D-Day. The Daily BS story says this is quite possibly his most asinine statement
2: ever. Linking climate change with D-Day. And that brings me to a news story
3: which I dare not read because it is so technical, your eyes will glaze over. Promise you. My eyes glazed over several times reading it. And I kept saying, what am I reading? What am I reading? What is this? It's from the European Geosciences Union. It's an abstract, which means it's a very, very important paper. We just can't say, hey,
2: very important paper. We, this, it's an abstract. Sort of like, you know, abstract art. It's an abstract. It's beautiful. It's wonderful. It's an abstract. I'm going to give you the free, and this, the print is so
3: small. When this thing prints out, it's almost like you need a magnifying glass because they got so many big words in it, and they're important. It's an abstract. You can't print this with big fonts. You have to print it with the almost the smallest font you can because this is important science from
2: the European Geosciences Union. But, but, but. Quick quiz of the staff. Quick quiz of the staff, those that are allowed to speak. I would like to know, have you heard, gentlemen, over the past years, have you heard that the ice out there is melting? Ooh, pick me, pick me. Uh, Matt, have you
3: heard that the ice is melting and the result is going to flood and this is all due to climate change, global warming?
2: Uh, Yes, I
1: have heard that. I have heard that the ice is melting.
3: Diego, have you heard that the ice shelf is melting and people are in danger?
1: Yes, I have.
3: Okay, Uh, here's what. (laughs) Good. We're all on the same page because here's what the abstract says. A lot of technical jargon, but it says, and I'm paraphrasing this part. Yeah, the eastern part of Antarctica, it's melting, but guess what? There's more ice on the western part, and then it has
2: this little line. Our observations show that Antarctic ice shelves gained 66, one GT, whatever that means, of ice mass over the past decades. Means. They're getting more ice. They're not losing ice. The ice shelf isn't melting.
3: It's growing. More ice cubes. More ice water. More ice. Not less. And if they'll lie to you about that, what else are they lying to you about? Bougie's went number one with this one on this date in music history. Killing Me Softly. When we get back, we're expecting to hear from the president. Donald J. Trump on WABC Talk Radio 77.
2: What? It's the rush hour
1: with Bo Snertley on the Red Apple Podcast Network.
3: And that describes, ladies and gentlemen, our next guest, a man has who has stood fearlessly. Through all the things that they have thrown at him, you know who I'm talking about, President Donald J. Trump. Thank you so much, Mr. President, for joining us. How are you this afternoon?
1: Well, thank you, James. It's an honor to be with you again. I love being with you. You're special, and you represent a very special group of people. You know that, because we miss our friend, right? We miss our friend very much.
3: We do miss him every single day. Mr. President, yeah. I'd like to cover with you as much as we can in this limited time I have. I'm going to do, want to cover four things. The first okay. is the two tier justice system, the immigration right. crisis, that is a horrendous okay. crisis since you left office, the dismal state of our economy, again, since you left office, and right. the way that Republicans, the last thing, are now planning to vote, which is to get your votes in early. But let's start with this two-tier justice system. All these stories last night, indictment, possible indictment, this, that, the other. You made a statement about the weaponized FBI and the weaponized DOJ. So let me ask you, you are sitting in the office, the White House, your second term. Oh, can't wait. What will you do about this 2 tier justice system that we see where people can do crimes if they want to, if they are Democrats, but where they will go after and politically prosecute people if they're in the opposition party.
1: Well, it really will change and it's going to change quickly. You know, when I was campaigning, they were spying on my campaign. This is before I was really in politics, so to speak. This is during my campaign. I wasn't in office. And we hadn't won anything. People were saying, well, he's doing well in the polls, but is he going to win? And then all of a sudden we win. And we were under investigation, fake investigations for a long time. And they were spying on my campaign. We had to fight them off. They were bad news. I fired Comey, which a lot of people said that uh, I should have done it sooner, but I did do it very soon. I fired him. I got him out. We caught him. And uh, a lot of things have happened. A lot of incredible things have happened. We found out that everything I said was right. And we're going to do something about it. And we have to. We have a two tier system of justice. If you're a Republican or conservative, you got yourself problems and we're not going to let that happen anymore. We're not going to let it happen. We have no choice or we're not going to have a country. Uh, They're after me now. You know, they wait till you get out of office. They go after me. And it's it's disgraceful when you look at what's happened over a boxes like a boxes hoax, they call it. This is a new one. You had the perfect phone call. You had the impeachment hoax, number one, impeachment hoax, number two. This just went on forever. You had the fake dossier that was written up by the Democrats and Hillary Clinton. Uh, it's it's absolutely a disgrace. Russia, Russia, Russia. It's all they do. And uh, we we will end it. And, you know, being there for four years, I know the good ones and the strong ones and the weak ones and the bad ones and the rhinos who, frankly, are just as bad as the Democrats. Cause you don't exactly know where they're coming from, but we'll get it. we're gonna end it fast. We have to do that and we have to do our border, James, because without elections or without borders, you don't have a country.
3: All right, I'm just you mentioned Comey. Comey is one of the people that did not did not cooperate with the Durham investigation. And with the Durham investigation, we learned again, everything that we thought had transpired had transpired. Yet This man, who was the head of the FBI, refused to cooperate. I don't understand how he's still collecting a pension. I don't understand how there has been no accountability for what we know happened during that period of time. The lies that were told to the FISA court, the fake documents. We know that the Hillary Clinton campaign was involved. We know that there were... Uh, people in the administration, in the Obama Intelligence Administration, that were also involved in what turned out to be a very expensive hoax that was perpetrated on the American people, all with the single point of driving you out of office. Will there yep. be accountability for some of these people in your second term?
1: There will be. There will be. And we'll uh, be watching it unfold uh, they're after me now or nothing. These people. I mean, I hear all sorts of stories, but I've been targeted from the beginning. I've been targeted from the day I came down the escalator with our future, then future first lady, who people love. But I've been targeted from the beginning and and before I ran. I mean, literally, when they heard I was thinking about running, it all started. But the day I came down the escalator and said I was going to run, I was targeted, and I, it's a disgrace. And despite that. We did things that nobody thought possible, James. Largest tax cuts in history, largest regulation cuts, rebuilt our military, defeated ISIS, 100% of the ISIS caliphate. I mean, what we did was incredible. Then you look at what they did with Afghanistan, the way they left. in uh, it was the greatest embarrassment in the history of our country. You look at Ukraine and Russia, something that should have never happened, inflation. We had the greatest. We had the absolute great. We had no inflation. We had we had the greatest economy in history. We were energy independent now energy is so expensive. your energy bills are through the roof, and it's going higher. they're going to go higher. You know all they want to do is put windmills all over the place, kill all the birds
3: and stop you from using your gas stove, but let's talk about yeah, the immigration crisis. Finally, people had gotten the word you can't just walk through America's borders. we're doing something about them now, well, not to say that the problem was completely solved. It was still a work in progress, but there was a dramatic shift. And you took such heat for this, for saying that you were going to build a wall, for saying that you were going to enforce the laws of the land. Since you left office, under Joe Biden, we have somewhere between four and six million new immigrants into this country Many of them here illegally. The reporting, and we can cite specific reporting from Todd Bensman Center for Immigration Studies, mm-hmm. who's been down on the other side, has demonstrated unequivocally that the asylum program is being scammed massively.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: What will you do to fix? And now we have. Mayor Adams and others, oh, 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 we don't have enough resources. The sanctuary states like California, Gavin Newsom crying every day. Oh, they're sending us 15 more immigrants. They're sending us from Florida. They're sending immigrants. You have Texas. All of these, everything that you had worked to put a stop to in terms of illegal immigration, they have overturned, and now their complaints from one end of the country to another, that we don't have the resources to contend with this massive influx of illegal immigration. What are you going to do about
2: that? And it's true.
1: We don't have nobody. There's no country could withstand what's happening to us. Uh, We're having people come in from jails, from from mental institutions, insane asylums. Uh, We're having very, very sick people brought into our country. We have mentally deranged people. But we have prisoners the likes of which you you have never seen. I mean, these are tough, tough people, and they're being dropped in so that they can empty out their jails and save a fortune, em- empty out their mental institutions and save a fortune. And, you know, it's very interesting. I did better in the second campaign than I did the first. I got tens of I got millions more votes. But you know what? I never could talk about the border because we had completed the border. The border was a tremendous success. So I couldn't really talk about it. Nobody wanted to talk about the border. Nobody wanted to even hear it. When I got elected in 2016, that was a big thing of what I talked about. When I ran in 2020, I couldn't talk about it because it was so successful that nobody cared about it anymore. You know, we took it out of play. Now they care about it. We had the greatest success. We had the most, uh, we had the best border conditions in the history of our country. People weren't coming in. The drugs were at the lowest point in 32 years. We had that border stopped up. I had Mexico give us, free of charge, 28,000 soldiers blocking it while we were building hundreds of miles of wall, and we completed the wall. Then we're going to do an extra 200 in areas that were soft, and we were in the process. And then we had a ridiculous result in the election, and everybody knows it was ridiculous. And I watched them as they wanted to keep open borders. I said, these people actually want to have all these people come in. The caravans coming in with tremendous amounts of really bad people that you don't want in your country. So we had the most successful border in history. Now we have the least successful border, maybe in the history of the world. Even third world countries would not allow that to happen. They'd fight them with sticks and stones, James. They wouldn't allow this to happen. I believe the number could be 15 million by the end of the, this year, the total number. Wow. 15 That's bigger than New York State much bigger than people have any idea, and they're taking over cities. It's an invasion. It's an invasion. So we will close up the border. We'll start drilling. We're going to get inflation down to practically nothing like we had it, and we're going to have a country that's going to make it again, and we're going to send out – we're going to have a lot of ICE, and we're going to have a lot of border patrol. They're fantastic people, and we're going to get the bad ones out of our country like almost immediately, working in conjunction with local law enforcement. Who knows where the bad ones are
3: we have supply chain problems we have inflation problems people are right now mortgage rates are going crazy real estate prices suffer i mean how are you going to fix the economy again
1: well i did we had the most we had the greatest economy in the history of the world there's never been an economy as great as our economy was during that almost three-year period before COVID came in, and then I fixed it. Look, then I got it where the stock market was actually higher when I handed off, if you want to use that expression of hand it off. But when they took over, the economy, the, the stock market was was higher than it was pre-COVID. So, you know, nobody, nobody could even believe what we did. But we had the greatest economy in history, and we'll do it again. We're going to drill We have more liquid gold than Saudi Arabia or Russia. We're going to drill. We're going to get the energy prices down. We're going to get the electric bills down. We're going to get gasoline down to less than $2 and maybe substantially less than that. And we're going to do it right. And we're going to close up the border and we're going to get the criminals out that they're sending into us. They're sending all their criminals, James. You understand that. You got it well. And Rush got it well. Boy, did he get that so well. He understood that immediately. He yep. understood that immediately. So do you. So we will do all of that. We'll strengthen up our military again. You know, I rebuilt the military, but we don't have any ammunition now because we've given it all to Ukraine. We've given Ukraine so much. And, you know, we've also given it to Afghanistan. We gave them $85 billion worth of our brand new military equipment. It's unbelievable.
3: It's it unbelievable, is. Now, if let me would, ask you a question the about suicide. the...
1: And most Americans are
3: shaking their head, wondering what happened to their country. Nobody can believe it. Okay, the way that the Republicans vote, you know, we usually, Republicans usually show up on Election Day. Democrats Mm -hmm. do all this with the ballot harvesting, and this one can collect a gazillion votes and bring a gazillion votes in at the last minute. Is it time to play the game differently? to, To make sure that your vote is in well before Election Day.
1: Look, I happen to believe they cheat. I happen to believe that when you have a policy of open borders and no voter i d they don't want voter i d Jim they want under no circumstances <laughs> will the Democrat leadership allow voter i d You have to have voter i d for you have to have i d for almost everything identification for almost everything, but the Democrats don't want voter i d The only reason they don't want it is they want to cheat so i am' of two minds. yes, send in your vote early. But make sure they count your vote. You know, many people walked in to vote on Tuesday because they vote. They, the Republicans have always liked to vote on Election Day.
2: Mm-hmm. Wouldn't it be wonderful mm-hmm. if we
1: had single-day voting, all paper ballots, and voter ID? Wouldn't that be great? Wouldn't that be oh, great? Oh, yes. And we wouldn't yes. have any problems. You know? We have the most—, so we have the most it, advi- You know, mm-hmm. there's, there's two minds, James. There's two minds on it. Now the new thing is do it. But the problem is they send in ballots that are, you know, where do they come from? You look at what happened in Detroit. You look at what happened in Philadelphia. You look at what happened in Atlanta and so many other places.
3: Arizona. You know,
1: it's, uh, it's a real bad situation.
3: Absolutely. And you, we have to have, and I hope also when the second term, a second term of Donald Trump would bring America true election reform so that there's faith. It's this true. is not a one-party issue. This is American people all of the American people deserve to have faith and confidence in their election systems. This is uh, not an issue for one party. This is an issue for this country.
1: What's very interesting, James, that the Democrats, not leadership, not the politicians, they, they don't want voter ID. But Democrats, the voters, actually do want voter ID in vast numbers, vast percentages. They want to have voter ID. But the leadership doesn't want because they'd be thrown out of office because they use it and the lack of voter ID to cheat. And look, who's going to vote for people that want open borders and want higher taxes and high interest rates and a bad economy and lousy school system? Who's going to vote for these people? They win by
2: cheating. Wow. President Trump, thank
3: you so much for your time. Hope to have you back. This is a long election season. Hope to have you yeah. back all the way through, and I, I, there are so many Americans that just are pulling for you. We see the messages every day on social media, and they're just well, urging you James. to continue to stand strong.
1: I will, 100%, and we will win, and we're going to make America great again. It's very simple. We're going to make America great. We're putting America first. We're going to make America great again, and I appreciate it, James.
3: Thank you. I appreciate you. Thank you for spending the time with us. Thank you very much. Bye. bye Bye-bye. WABC, James Golden, A.K. Snowman, coming back. Your call's coming up. Also, we have some tickets to give away. So you know what, Matt, can we do this? Let's do this now. Let's give away tickets. Right now. And then we're going to take some calls. So attention, you music lovers. Get ready for the concert event of the summer. Happy Together Tour hitting the stage at the prestigious NYCB Theater, Westbury, this Saturday, June 10th. You have a chance to win a pair of tickets right now. Experience the magic of legendary bands like the Turtles, Gary Puckett, and the Union Gap, the Association, the Vogues, and the Cow Sills, all in one forgettable, unforgettable, unforgettable night. You want to win that pair of tickets? Dial right now, 800-848-9222. Claim your chance to win. The Happy Together Tour, this Saturday at NYCB Theater at Westbury. This is your moment. Groove with the music. Embrace the nostalgia. Enjoy a night of pure entertainment. The Happy Together Tour. And what if you don't win? Well, simple. Go to LiveNation.com. Buy. Spend money. Buy the tickets. At livenation.com, James Golden Snurdly with you here on WABC. Coming back, your call's coming up. Don't go away.
1: This is the Rush Hour with those Nerdly on the Red Apple Podcast Network.
3: One of my favorites of the era. Yours, too. You know, everybody wants to rule the world. Some guys would even like to rule their own house. It's possible. Um, America's largest teachers union has unveiled a new toolkit to to help their teachers. You know what it is? No, you don't know what it is. That's why I'm here. The story's in the Daily BS today. America's largest teachers unions have unveiled the LGBTQ
2: toolkit. It is an LGBTQ toolkit. It details Z and Zim pronouns and how to address bias. So let us review. Z Teachers Union has unveiled a new kit for Zim teachers that
3: will help Zim learn how to say Z and Zim to the students. Now, that will be especially helpful in Baltimore,
2: where almost 0% of Z students in high school
3: can understand math at grade level. And across many cities in the United States, many of Zim students can't read either. So at least the teachers union is concerned that the kids should learn something. They should learn how to say Z and Zim in the correct context. And all of the other programs, your know, pronouns like they them there, when you call they them there out.
2: Hey there, do you want to Zim read or whatever it is that they're doing here? This is atrocious. But this is today's America. Well,
3: let us go to Tony in Clifton, New Jersey. Tony, welcome you on WABC. How are you?
0: Well, hello, James. I just want to be hopefully the first to
1: congratulate you on a stunning presentation of our next president, Donald Trump, uh, your 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 interview showed us that our government is crooked, that our justice system is two tiered, that we need
2: to reform
1: our voting system, and that our economy is down the tubes, and that and that our borders are popping wide open. And Donald Trump is going to take care of it. Stunning interview, James. Congratulations,
3: Tony. Thank you so much for your kind words. I do appreciate it. Susan, Brooklyn, New York. How are you? Welcome, Susan. I'm jumping up and down for joy. you That was a
0: powerhouse of two great leaders and patriots, um, beautifully done by both of you. Uh,
2: and uh, I know that um, Donald Trump also was a stellar um, performer in getting charter schools passed
1: for minorities in Washington, D.C one of his many accomplishments. He speaks about ch- school of choice. He, I believe, with all of us, couldn't break the teachers union, the evil cabal uh, for um, freedom and the civil rights for all of our children.
3: Thank you, Susan. Definitely appreciate your call, your comments. Patrick in Indiana. How are you? Welcome, Patrick.
1: Yes. Um, the Speaker of the House is constitutionally um, lie, constitutionally liable to uh, bring uh, charges of impeachment for treason against Joe Biden.
3: Yeah, good luck I know with they'll that. Be
1: turned, turned down in, yeah, the
3: in the Senate, you know that. And you know that. Every time you call with that. Let's impeach Biden. What do I say? Yeah, go right ahead. I, I, I give up. Go ahead. Impeach him. Have at it. See where that gets you. Mm Hmm. Yeah, you can't even have Republican senators voting on things that their Republican base wants. And they are too timid, too scared to ever, in an election year, (laughs) please, let's deal with political reality one of these days, not make-believe. But I love you, and keep the hope, yeah, he'll be in peace, that's it. Hour went by very fast. James Golden, you're here with you. I have love and gratitude for each and every one of you for being here every day with us here. We're here Monday through Friday, 4 p.m. and on Saturdays for our Saturday morning radio extravaganza. It's 7 in the morning. May God bless and protect each and every single one of you, your family, and your loved ones. God willing, back tomorrow, 4 o'clock. See you then. Bye.